doing? Welcome back to Cork Stats, powered by the Mail Media Net here on YouTube, presented by Jock Market, the daily fantasy app, where we're actually making money and we don't just talk it, we do it, baby. How about that? You saw all of our people all over that sheet yesterday. We gave you the names, gave you the prices, we were telling you we were right around, right, $6 or less, and there you go, Jazz, right? I had the Jazz flute, he gave us, what, two bombs with a grand salami, Morel let off for the home run, Contreras at the home run, man, it was just crazy. I'm just kicking myself a little bit on Visa and I kind of shifted over to um, Jesus Sanchez from Jazz. He actually started the game, didn't get in it bat. You get that one refunded, but it kind of stunk, but we are making money doing this. So download the app, use the code MMN Mayo Media Net and get the first hundred dollars matched for free and if it's free it's just for us at this point man we are doing it every day with the three pillars of profit daily dfs jock market but uh, what i'm really digging and it really is another hat tip to patty mayo out there and the kind of people that kind of stuck to him and you know appreciate the stuff that i do and now this this kind of venn diagram you know that we're all a part of here at mayo media now and i really appreciate it. you guys are getting it people get it the men and women out there are getting it and it's total base plays and it's all these different things some people don't have access to jock market Market are playing, you know, DraftKings and Stacks, but they're using the tools that we lay out here and then throughout the day. Follow me up on Twitter at MLB Moving Averages. That's MLB Moving AVG on the Bird app. We're coming hot and heavy every single day. We mentioned the daily stuff. Then we go over to Fantasy. Today we'll be mining the um, X-Stat leaderboard i have access to some stuff that maybe not everyone does we'll time sort it to look for diamonds in the rough man spoiler alert it is really rugged out there it's really really rough which is why while we were highlighting players so far that have been good the Cole, brandon drury very early on and then cole calhoun since then you know guys in that elk know you know it's nothing to sneeze at frank schwindel big ad for us we've really done very well so far so we're going to keep that up look for it and then we'll do some betting which has been like the throw up emoji Although I'm making an actual change. And, you know, again, you're going to lose. And it's how you respond to these things that really matter. And we're going to give Great American Small Park right in Cincinnati is now getting the cores treatment. Meaning you just can't go under there anymore, right? So all models or whatever needs to be adjusted way up in Cincinnati. Everything goes out there and their booty on defense. It's just, it's not an under place. So like, you know, that was my bad. Yesterday, I saw the five and a half. I thought it was juicy. Anyway, you know, these things, listen, these things are going to happen. Betting is going to have ebbs and flows. It's been really rough. And man, I've really been looking at the results and it makes you want to shift fully into this daily stuff or these total base plays again you can parlay them and stuff on certain sites get at me if you can't um all right let's get into it it's the first pillar of a profit let's do those daily stacks baby it starts with my yankees gosh i feel so gross pumping the yankees i really do and if anyone has followed my work for the few years i've been out here i'm not like i'm not mean i'm not a yankee guy i'm a sick yankee fan but i'm not like a yankee apologist i usually think they're terrible i generally don't like the way they go about their business right i mean i like the way i like the professional nature of the team but i don't like the way that they have just gone about it as far as money and player development and the trades and stuff and you know 
play pitchers were coming here and were not excelling until after they left, right? Lance Lynn, Sonny Gray. These are pieces would be awesome to have on any team. They just kind of came and went. They stunk here. They went and excelled. That's not something that should happen when you're a top-tier organization. So right now the Yankees are awesome. They're pitching. They're doing everything. They're healthy. I mean, you just got to get out of the way of the Yankees. I almost don't care what price is given right now. I'm not sure there's a spot where we're going up against the Yankees. And I've made tons of money doing just that. But today we're going to back the Yankees in jock markets are similar to yesterday it's Aaron Judge every single day I don't usually get to Aaron Judge because look even a home run is not necessarily that great right if offense is going to be spiking we saw that yesterday home runs will generally be profitable but $8 is going to make it very tough it's possible to hit a home run and not be profitable that's not the kind of play that we want to make when we talked about it yesterday we could sit and it'll be a lot cheaper or any one so like you know again whatever it feels a lot less like luck when you work this hard it's not just a saying people all right we want the Yankees we're going to go pick on Chris Archer today in the Twinkies, 475 Sierra, 10% walk rate, 86% in zone contact rate, pairing a 45% fly ball rate with 13% bow rate. Uh-oh, I think he is in some trouble, plus 800 X-slug on the fastball and three home runs allowed to righties. Last I checked, the Yankees have a couple of pretty good right-handed hitters. So, of course, it's Judge, but, you know, I, I don't really think I'm going to go there. I didn't see the odds in the total base props. His are, like, in the minus, and it's there. It's hard to get unless you have access to those parlays I mentioned. Aaron Judge is just a given. So, we want to go back to Stanton. Again, I think he's more like a 6 to 650 player. Anytime he's below that, especially in a good spot, we want to get with him. And I have Glaber Torres circled. We mentioned him yesterday. He did not play. I expect him to play today, which could exactly could really work in our favor, right? If he's one of the forgotten kind of Yankees, any player that we mention at all, I have felt now, I really have the confidence and we have the receipts to back it up that anybody that the model pings here is worth a total base prop, providing the price, and is worth a jock market play up to, let's say, $6. Meaning, so I've just been putting in those bids Early Now, I did kind of get stung on weather, so you do have to be careful with that. Although, if the weather happens early, you really won't lose. It's it, it's 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 particular. If you think it's going to be a bad weather day, then definitely back off. If we are coming off of bad weather, then get behind it. But, you know, sorry to spin off a little bit on the tangent, but these things do matter. Again, these are limit bids when you play jock market so it's you can safely bid five dollars during the day and if it finishes at one right it's rained out the game's postponed no one buys a share you just get the dollar back you know it goes off at a dollar but you get it back and you 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 flatten out you know it's only last second stuff where you would ever get hurt so you could bid five dollars if a player finishes at three you get that gap back that two dollars so you know that's really important to know i know some people have been worried about what if they overbid there really is no overbidding if you determine a price that's where i was getting at in this kind of loop-de-loop that i tend to do but I, I hope it really sticks sometimes you know that's really the point we've determined our own price we're willing to go up to that so that way you don't have to like run and follow and then you can circle back at the end you'll feel a lot better when the favorite list is filled out and then you have time to circle back for values all right next up we are looking for those snakes with shapes on their back in Arizona Diamondbacks up against Mike Miner in Cincinnati. I just can't believe this guy is back. I mean, he looked just awful, and I think it will continue. 
He went four innings, gave up five runs, three ding-dongs, 972 X-Log on that fastball, though it was only one game. I, these are just things I don't expect to change. So we're looking at Diamondbacks, Cattell, Marte, and Christian Walker. Marte's total brace prop is in the negative. So for myself, because we've highlighted so many, I don't think you need to take one that's in the negative, but it's a viable play. So again, we can't bet everything, but there is a time and a place to be mixing these things in. Next up would be Christian Walker. His total base prop is at plus money. That I think I'm going to get at. That's a plus 100 or plus 105. I really like that one. He's a 1100 OPS against lefties last 30 days. That's actually both of them, Marte and Walker. Then you could add in Paven Smith and Varsho when we're talking jock market. They all have a 17% bow rate against left-handed fastballs. That's including all of them. So we're looking at Marte. We're looking at Walker. Those push to the front. Then we're looking at Paven Smith and Varsho. So for DraftKings players, DFS, and winner-take-all players, like I am now, that's my new thing. I'm, I'm, I play, I try and get in one of those or two of those every single day for the amount of work that I'm doing, even if it's only the $9 one, the $5 one, the $25, whatever, it's some, something. Even the dollar one, you get 100 people, even 100 bucks, man. I'm, I love that. That's what I like. I'm into that because that's how what I think DraftKings and FanDuel and those things should be is an all non 19 10 team parlay because that's really what it is. You know what I mean? Like to me, it's it's just a little bit different than what we're doing here with Jock Market, putting laser focus on very granular work and then looking to hit on those with plus odds. It's a totally different game, right? People noticed yesterday because we see you see it. Every time you get a hit, you're making money. And you can't say that in drafting, but like it almost sticks almost all the time. Particularly yesterday, we had a split slate. So today, we have a 640 IPO for a 640 start. It's a full slate, which I also love because the wider the slate, the more particular we are, if we're accurate, is really going to push us up. So let's get back into it. Last stack. It's um, Giants. I actually don't have a full stack here. I just have a single player we'll be going after. Antonio Sensatella for the Rockies. 540 ERA, 197 whip, 970 OPS in the year. The 5-plus year to back it up. 4% K minus walk. In zone contact rate over 92 with a 421 X Woba allowed. Whoa. How about this? He's allowed a 440 batting average to righties. I had to rub my eyes and check it twice. And a 1,000 OPS to righties as well. So Mike Yastrzemski popping off the page. 963 OPS against righties last 30 days and a 14% bow rate against right-handed fastballs year to date. As the day goes on, uh, San Francisco can be very weird with the lineups. I want to see it. Remember, Jock Market in particular, lineup matters so much. It matters so much because you get a half a point for an at-bat. Getting that extra spin around the wheel, even if you don't produce, could push you into profitability or you know the other way. So that, that stuff matters. San Francisco in particular, mixing the lineup, always platooning, which is fine. Just follow me up on Twitter, you know. If we forget you, tag us in the comments. We'll 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 get to you. It's just you know one man band kind of stuff over here. There's only so many of us, and there's so many games every day. Just turnover, turnover, turnover. You know, and then we're trying to do not only that, but get into fantasy. Here we go with that. Let's dive into the fantasy stuff. Man, it is seriously difficult out there. So I couldn't even get the 15 names that I normally would. We're down to 10 for the audio-only listeners. Please, everyone, rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. Also, hit the like button, right? Did we get far enough? I hate people that ask for it right off the bat. What if it's not any good? I, did we earn it yet? Hopefully, we earned the like. So if you've earned the like, just you know, click the phone and uh, hit that little animated thumbs-up button. Even if you do it on the way out, I don't know. Whatever. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's insane how much 
it helps for proportionally what it takes for everybody. Like, I love asking you, like, how much better is it than asking for money? I don't have to ask you for money. I have to ask you to click a button, and that's difficult. I probably get more money than I would like, which is just funny. Human nature is amazing. I love it. So let's get into it. Um, for the audio-only people, on the left side, I have inside. These are hitters inside the top 50 in blast rate. Remember the ideal subset of barrels in the last 30 days. So blast rate is not really available, and then time sorting that on top of that. So I'll just read you down. All these players have at least a 65 Blast rate topped off at Chaz McCormick. His playing time has been spotty, but you got to keep an eye on him in particular NFBC formats. If it's a platoon thing, you get him in for these half a weeks. The Astros will also allow you to play yourself into playing time. So if he's racking the ball like that, they're going to be paying attention. Next up is a player we've added. I'm already getting ready to take this gold star. It's Harold Castro on the Tigers. He's playing every day now. He is picked up. He's hitting well, and he's near the top of the lineup most days. And we are looking really good because we were in front of that. He looks like he's going to be a big ad. I'm telling you, things are really desperate out there. And if we get any more injuries during this week, which we probably will, things are really rough and rugged. After that, Franchi Cordero at 8%. Paven Smith at 8%, who we mentioned earlier. Franchi is just a must-own in pretty much every format at this point. Paven Smith, more of a deeper league guy, though, depending on you know injuries in 12 teams. I could see him. He's probably that bubble guy in 12 teams. But these are the times you want to get with him. When he's kind of in that sine wave that we mentioned, and he's getting playing time. That's where you want to be. Patrick Wisdom, something, somebody we mentioned. Cole Calhoun, who we've mentioned more than once already today, still doing his thing. He looks legit. Stick with it as long as it goes, baby. Next up, Jace Peterson, who was also on our list. He was a little bit slower. We were on top of that maybe, maybe a little bit earlier than I wanted to be. But, you know, we were there, and he's got the multiple position eligibility that I love. So he's the kind of guy that could kind of earn that bench spot if you have one because he fills in so many spots, especially if you're doing daily play or NFBC. How many times you lose a guy during a week and you don't have a replacement? With a guy like him, he just allows so much... Remember those old puzzles, right? When you had the little plastic puzzle and you kind of slide the numbers or it'd be a face, you know, and it would always be hard. They'd always get stuck and stuff, but that's what it's like, and he allows you to do that. Next up, Eli White getting playing time there. Hey, listen, you got to look for playing time on bad teams, right? The Rangers coming up quite a few times. We talk about the Tigers. We talk about these bad teams. That's where it's at. Then Josh Fiamita and Seth Brown to wrap it up with some more bad teams. And I'm not really saying these guys are necessarily um, wrecks right now. Playing time can be spotty. Skill sets can be spotty. A lot of times it's just one thing, right? Blast rate is an output stat. You could have a very high blast rate, but still be terrible if you're striking out all the time. That's why I like to pair it with this. The right-hand column for the audio-only listeners is the top 50. These are not just the top 50. It plays interesting names inside the top 50 in XWOBA, right? Which is also output, but it's a little bit more descriptive. I think it probably tells you a little bit more of a tale, right? Because it includes on base and stuff, so... Xwoba, what I get again is a little bit harder to to fool if you're really good. Like I pretty much expose it. And who's right up top? It's my dude, Harold Castro, four twenty nine. Xwoba, really up there, looking like a champ, making tons of solid contact, and he's fast, doing his thing, getting playing time. That one is an ad, right? If he comes up on both of these, it's definitely investigate. But I was already on to Castro. We, I should say. There we go. Next up, Christian Walker is probably owned in most leagues, but I think if he's not, if you're in a ten, he's got to be. Own and if he's bubbled on a 12, I think you got to get with him. Cole Calhoun, French Codero, both up at or above 400x Woba on both lists. Michael Brantley coming alive. I know he got dropped in some more shallow leagues. Time to get back with him at 385. JD Davis here at 384. Yes, playing time is spotty. Pete Alonso hit on the hand yesterday, so 
My dude, Polar Bear Pete, I heard the X-rays are negative. I hope he's okay, but we don't know how long it'll be. Hand strength could be funny. I know about this, unfortunately, with a severe nerve injury. So um, hopefully Big Pete's all right, but J.D. Davis could be viable for a week or so. Brandon Donovan back on the list. He just seems like I felt like he just fell out of favor, and I wanted to make sure that we're hammering home that this guy needs to be added. He's playing every day with a 381 X Woba. Last 30 is very, very good. Next up, Lane Thomas, the same for him. He had played, he's kind of one of those guys. He played himself into playing time now. You know, I felt bad last week. Sorry, everybody, if you did bench him, but, you know, I have to stand by the argument, right? He was sitting against righties. He was supposed to face two of three. He ended up playing the entire weekend, hit a few home runs, and, you know, that was that. So now you can get with lane time. He is viable for the Nats. Next up, Brandon Rogers. Something's going to be true. My nose is itching like a mofo. Sorry. Um, Brandon Rogers, he's coming live. Of course, he's only in all 15s, but in 12s and 10s, he's the kind of guy that, you know, people can kind of forget about. Rockies, when they stink, are very easy to discard. They've burned us all so often. Then last up, who you'll probably see on tomorrow's show, the waiver ad, is Diego Castillo for the Pirates. 347 X-Wobo looking pretty good. Pirates pushing up all their young guys. He's playing every day. They've also had a ton of injuries. So that's part of the explanation for the call-ups. But, you know, these young guys looking pretty good. And Cal Mitchell is up. Del Swaggerty is up. This Pirate team is kind of the team. These are the teams we're going to be looking to bet on and add players to just give you the heads up. So that's a fantasy, everybody. You know, give you a couple of names to highlight. But don't worry. If you missed yesterday's, we highlighted a couple of pitcher names. One guy I just wrote about at the Athletic. Spoiler alert. It'll be out. I think it was it might be, actually be out already. Graham Ashcraft. I was trying to push it out yesterday so people could maybe add him before yesterday. You know, a bit more highlighting on him. He was awesome. He's really, really good. I really like what he does. And I go into some detail. If you're into that stuff, more of the all the graphs and stuff, I, it's really cool. You know, I, I always take paywall stuff extremely seriously. If people are going to pay for something, I feel like I really like to put out. You know, I really do put out for that stuff. So, all right, let's dive into the betting end. Man, Let's get it going, everybody. I think today is going to be the day. I'm starting to get with the trend. I think maybe we're trying to be too cute. You know, these things happen, um, and that's the human element, right? I I would have been way more successful this year just kind of betting my algorithm results, like I know some people have, than, uh, you know, trying to parlay and stuff like that. So we're going to pivot to more of just like highlighting values, although I believe in all of these plays, you know, 1,000%. Absolutely. It's just a little bit early, but I do think these are the lines that will move. So first up, we got Arizona and Cincinnati. We already mentioned that one. I'm surprised in Cincinnati we're getting lines stuck at 5 for F5. They're not at 5.5. I think this one will be 5.5. Merrill Carroll does have a 3.66 ERA, but the 1-4 whip, 4.5 Sierra, single-digit K-minus walk, all the things we generally go after. The in-zone contact rate is up above 91. Now, generally, so far this year, he has limited contact, but this is not the environment to be fooling around with that kind of contact percentage, and the Rays are starting to hit. Man, and especially at home, I'm, t- I'm surprised this one. I truly think this one moving in flip side. We already covered minor. He might give up five in the first just to Arizona. So, you know, thinking that we got to check the pricing on that Arizona team total as well. If it's three and a half juiced, hit it. If it's four and a half and even, hit it. If it's four and a half and juiced, don't hit it, right? So, see, I'm always trying to be so nuanced with these approaches. I really think it's very important. And also kind of assume if you're listening to me, then... You're into that, you know. If and if you just want the plays, they're up on the screen for the audio only listeners. That's your first one: Arizona, Cincinnati, F five O five. I was very surprised to see this at minus one O five in particular, right? So I, either I'm off on totals, or 
we're right on on totals. And the mistake I made was trying to go under in Cincinnati. That was so dumb. Gosh, I can't believe I still make these mistakes, but you know I do. But now that's on the board. And that's not going to happen. That's, I think that's what separates me. It's not that I'm smarter than anyone else and that I don't make mistakes. That is certainly not the case. I'm very, very clear about that. But what I do do <laughs> is do-do. Um, I make very firm rules, and when I do, I stick to them, right? If you followed my work, I have not posted an under in cores in years, and it's because I took a couple black eyes and said, no more, and it went up on the board, and it's a rule. It's literally in my written plan, and now Cincinnati's in my written plan. I'm not going under in Cincinnati anymore unless we see a precipitous drop in offense. You can count on that. Let's go up. Next up, it's the Boston Red Sox. Give me the F5 cover rights. We have to be ahead by a run, but I think no problem here against Reed Detmers. Uh, You know, the whip's really low for Detmers, but just some of the underpinnings there making me a little bit nervous. He kind of had the worst no-hitter of all time. It's all the fly balls, right? 44% fly ball rate and the nearly 9% Bell rate against the Red Sox, who are raking. Yavaldi's looked really good. I know the home run's been an issue, but he comes out with ace-level stuff, and that's what I think we're going to see. I like the environment there. Again, Red Sox are hitting Angels in the tank right now, and losing Mike Trout is a bad one. There's, I, they haven't made a real announcement. We know he's not playing today, and we know they're in the middle of a tremendous slide. We know he was... I, gosh, I hope I didn't jinx this poor guy in general that internet stuff. He hit the home run. I had mentioned the second you see it, you get behind Trout. You back him up because he is going to go bananas. Two for two, home run, double. And on the double, they said he was looking pretty slow, coming up a little limp. And he walked off the field. And that's what happened last year. Soft tissue, right? Just kind of didn't, no contact. Didn't seem like a big deal. And we didn't see him again. So as of today, it is June 8th. And I am very sad for Mikey the Fish. All right, last up, it's another one of these that we're going to be keeping an eye on again. I think, I think San Francisco and the way it's playing up this year is being undersold. We're talking about Colorado, San Francisco, F50, 4.5 with your standard, 110 juice. I think this one is being undersung for the offense as well. We mentioned Sensatella. He's been a gas camp. I can't believe he's he's even around. I mean, guys like Sensatella and Marquez, you know, no one was putting them in the top 20 starting pitchers overall. But come on, let's be honest. We thought they were viable on the road. They have not been. This is really bad what's happening in Colorado. They have not made whatever adjustments needed to be made with ball environment. They have not whatsoever. I generally don't believe all types of people all at once go in the toilet, but they are circling the drain right now. We mentioned Sensatella just how bad it is. The numbers couldn't be worse. Alex Wood has been good, but he's been touchable. You know, you see that whip up over 1-4. You see the up OPS over 725. So those are the kinds of combinations that we're looking for. The 10% swing strike rate, really low. He doesn't induce chases. And the line drive rate is through the roof. You know, line drive rate this year is one of the things that really is, mat- you know, really does matter. And Colorado kind of coming a week as of late, you know, hitting 10 home runs in the last week, finally getting it going. I think you could be seeing the rock. Offense coming up, and I think this one is an easy over 
for us. I was pretty much way over on this one. So not only do I think the minus 110 will move to minus 120, I actually think we might see the 4.5 move to 5. So that will do it here. At the Mayo Media Net and Cork Stats presented by Jock Market. Make sure you download the app and get along with the fun. You know what I mean? The 100 bucks that they get you is more than enough to do some work. And I see it. People, having, people are doing it and having fun. You just need to follow right along with us. You know, you don't need to go, go crazy be buying a million shares. You just need to buy one. Buy, you know, whatever you want to do. The 100 bucks we we're showing you, $5 is enough to get 20 right individual plays. And even if you said to yourself, all right, I'm going to look for the top three, or let's say you take everyone we lay out, but you take the three cheapest, right? That's another path to it. I try not to rank these guys. I, I, try, not to, I try not to pretend to know anything about the variance in daily baseball. I just try and draw up the best kind of probabilistic scenario to take advantage of it and hope that it plays out, you know, on part of the right part of the sine wave. No one knows it's going to happen, but that's the best we're going to do. So it's work so far. Getting down with this granular work, pitch details, handed splits, and all the stuff that you get here at Cork Stats, Mail Media Net, baby. How fun of a ride has it been? We'll see you in the jock market today. Remember, 640 open. We gave you those stacks, Yankees righties. Arizona, Cattell Marte, Christian Walker, Paven Smith, Dalton Varshow, Yastrzemski on the Giants. We'll probably be adding a couple of Giants or two. We'll be looking for probably the cheapest Giant righties. That's probably what the program is going to end up telling us. Check me out on Twitter. I'll have implied team totals, starting pitcher ranks. I think I'll be on VEASAN in a little bit. We'll drop a couple more plays. Man, enjoy the games. Enjoy your day. When we're done with the book, enjoy that pay, everybody. Bam. You having fun with this stuff or what? I know I am. Get up in the comments and tell them how good of a job doing. few people tagging Patty yesterday. I love it. Oh, I love it. Let me tell you, that stuff matters the most. So, after we show a green screen again tomorrow, most likely, we'll say the same thing we always do, that it feels a lot less like luck when you work this hard. I'll catch you on the flip side, yo. Peace.